David Lefty Foster joins us this morning because, yes, once again, this summer at the Shabu stage, there is going to be another major, a lot of concerts, but a major concert. So, uh, Mr. Foster, good morning. Thanks for joining us for today. You have some big news for us this morning? Well, good morning, Wayne. And first, before I even have the break any news, I want to congratulate you on your fifth ring. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, walk, I'm, I'm listening to Port as I walk now. You know, uh, five national championships. Yeah, that's pretty good. I watched the parade. I watched everything. I, you know, I was, I was almost in tears. I was so happy for you. I was just so, for as me, I was for the entire team. But I'm just saying, yeah, well, you, you've been, you've been there through the whole thing, and you know, it's. Uh, it's just something where uh, we're so proud of you. I mean, it's just uh, the community's proud of you. And, you know, it's just like uh, I, I say to everybody, I know that guy. <laughs> You're the one. Yeah, well, it's, and it's kind of cool, too. And I've been there for all of them. In fact, I was doing it, I don't know, almost 20 years before the first one in 1999. In fact, they had the parade for the 99 championship on today's date in Hartford. But there's not a lot of people in, in my seat that have had that have been there for all five even yeah. even tom moore the assistant coach who was an assistant coach with jim calhoun for the first one in 99 and the second one in 2004 he went off the quinnipiac he wasn't there for three and four and now he's back with coach hurley doing a you know great job assisting there and of course is the first one for coach hurley we're scheduled to have him on tomorrow morning but it sounds like there could be a little mix-up not not a mix-up just a uh, schedule conflict so we're gonna get him on i don't know if it's tomorrow or down the road but you know, stay tuned for that. But, yeah, yeah, wonderful. That's great. And Here's uh, the other thing that, that you know, down in Houston, there was 75,000 people in that arena for the semifinal game, and it's like 72 for the championship game. And I'm sitting in row one. Boy. You know what? My job doesn't suck. Boy, yeah, I know. I, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for Rafferty to come over and pat you on the back. I love Rafferty, too. I mean, he's, you know, I just, I, I was just so proud of the huskies i'm so proud of the program so you know because my then, family then, goes back with with yukon you know i mean with the building calhoun's office and all that stuff and you know it's just like we we have a lot of history with uh but you know the, uh, i was so proud of the kids and so proud of uh coach early and so happy for him and his family it was just uh so heartwarming just beautiful you know and a great recruiting class coming in. Yeah, they lost so far three guys, and they got good guys to replace them. You know, you don't you don't rebuild, you reload. That's the old cliche. Well, you know, the, the other thing too is, uh, he, uh, Mr. Hurley, uh, Coach Hurley, will always be able to feel good about what he's done for their lives. You know what I mean? He 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 was instrumental in helping them achieve and uh, get to that magic place. That's just a, a magic place. Uh, Speaking of magic places, we got one across the street over here at Jilson Square called the Shabu Stage. Anything going on there this spring or summer? That's true. <laughs> well, I've, I've come uh, to an. That's huh? right. I forgot, I forgot why I came. <laughs> but uh, no, I didn't forget why I came. But it's just, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to take a second there. And uh, uh, before I make an announcement, I'd like to say good morning to all the uh, Wayne's listeners. I uh, hope everybody's well, happy, and healthy. It's always nice to be here. And it's nice to be uh, uh, presenting another concert on the Shibu stage. I'm very proud of it. And uh, we're going to try to raise more money for the soup kitchen. That's my 
That's my big thing when I come to the park. I always try to um, do a concert to f- uh, feed the hungry. And they need it. They do need it. They need it more than ever. And, uh, you know, Kimberly's like uh, a gift from God. So it's like, you know, what I just try to do anything I can to, you know, uh, keep up with her in, in insane uh, I mean she, against all odds and just look what she does every single year year in year out she's there you know 80 hours a week she never stops she's just uh, she's unbelievable as is Ray uh, and then the staff there is just incredible and the volunteers and you know it's just um, it's just it's just a, a thing that I I feel the, uh, really good about helping I mean, I have to do it in a different way this year, and that's part of my announcement. Because last year I gave away most of the foundation money. I just left enough to cover my pledges that I've, you know, promises that I've made in pledges yearly so I can honor every single one. Uh, I'm going to do this myself, and uh, I have to, I obviously can't do it at the level that, uh, you know, where there's four or five acts and, you know we're uh, we're bringing in uh, all kinds of uh, production where there's there's draperies and curtains and this and that. I mean, I just I'm just not budgeted for that because it's just me myself and I. So, but uh, you know what we're going to do is the All Stars are going to play in the evening, and it's just going to be the All Stars, but the big band and uh, you know the Uptown Horns and Christine Ullman. And you know uh, Cliff and Mitch and uh, Marty and uh, and Wolfie. Who's the front man? Uh, well, me. Yeah, yeah and I'm going to sing a lot. I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, it's going to be fun. I, I had to think for a second. Who the, Who is that guy? But you know, it'll be fun too because I'm a lot healthier, and I'm going to be able to uh, you know cover a lot more musical ground than I have in in past years where. Uh, I kept on passing the baton to so many other people, you know. People want to know when will this event take place? It's Memorial Day Saturday, uh, that weekend, with a rain date on the Sunday. So I believe it's the 27th, and then uh, and then the rain day is 28. Now, there will be some people who might say, devil's advocate, and they say, well, gee, that's a weekend a lot of people are going to be away and they can't do it. Was there a reason you picked that weekend, or is it because that's the weekend when people do look for an event like this to attend? Well, what it was is I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do one because of all the money that I handed out last year. So when I finally got to a point where I figured out what I, you know, what I could swing, uh, I called Parks and Rec and... Unless I wanted to go into late August, uh, that's all I had. That's all they had. Because other events were using the yeah, stage. I mean, yeah, which made me feel good because the Shabu stage is, is being used by so many different folks and they're having, you know, I mean, and that's what I, you know, that's why I wanted to build it. I wanted the community to use it and to get it, you know, to do what it's supposed to do and it's, and it's doing just that. So, uh, but the other thing I, I've always noticed being a promoter as well as a, a singer and it doesn't matter what weekend you're doing something it there's a lot of, there's there's a lot of competition every weekend in the entertainment world there i mean if it's not memorial day and they're, they're going to the beach or then it's like you know uh big uh, big concerts at the uh, the outdoor amphitheater and mohegan sun's got a 
uh, you know, Rod Stewart in the arena and Foxwoods has somebody big. And, you know, there's just there's just tons of traffic constantly every single weekend. So it doesn't really matter. We're always going to have competition. We're always going to have situations where people go, well, what would you pick that weekend? Well, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, uh, might want to go to the beach and then come home and see. It's a night show. It's an 8 o'clock show. So they could go to the beach. They could get on a westerly, spend the day at the beach come back and support or if they can't make it if they're away they can they can always write a check to the soup kitchen and make a donation um you know uh to support the concert so um that's the way i look at it and uh, you know we'll just uh we'll take what we get uh i um you know uh i don't i never expect anything i just hope for the best and uh you know, but I I would think that uh, you know the band's pretty good. I would think that we'll sell a few tickets. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, you know. a bit of an understatement there. Little theater of the mind for the radio audience, and we don't haven't really talked about this in the past. But just to describe my studio here, first off, right in front of me on the window that separates my studio and where John Tuitt reads the news. This is left over from two Valentine's Days ago. It's still there. We've got this uh, yeah, Valentine yeah. heart. In the middle, it says Cupid, Romantic, Willematic. And then it's got me on the left, 1982, Wayne Norman, First Cupid. Yep. And then on the right, David, Lefty, Foster. Now, that was last year, yes. 2022. And then 2023, we had uh, the, the two winners, Susan Collins and Angela Lucas. They're up there, too. So, okay, that's part of it. Your both, name... both, both the new Cupids are very deserving. Absolutely. Yes. As were you the year before. But the point is that here you are in the studio, in a studio that's got your name on it, but there's more. That over here to my left, on this wall, right in the middle of it, there's the... 45 RPM on Nutmeg Records of the Jesse Greer song, Willamantic USA. It's always special. And then, surrounded around that, I have one, two, three, four different posters of the various Shabu concerts, Shabu reunion that we've had. Oh, wow. And on all of those posters, it's got a listing of four, five, maybe six acts. And then it identifies individual musicians, including the one you dedicated to Mike Finnegan. And you've got James Montgomery on these and so uh, forth. Uh -huh. Those shows had multiple guests. And as you just indicated, this one is just, I use that word in quotes, just the Shabu All-Stars. Yeah. Do you adjust your ticket policy accordingly? Yes, we are. We're going to do a che much cheaper ticket. Uh, it's only $15 to get in instead of 35 or 40 and uh, it's 20 at the gate. So if you, you know, and we're going to sell tickets locally, uh, hopefully at uh, the food co-op, if they say yes. Uh, if not, we'll find uh, another place in town to sell tickets. But we're, hopefully they, in the past, they've been wonderful and helped us in the past. So, and uh, and David Walner, who's uh, uh, getting to, ready to win a, a big award for a businessman of the year, which is well-deserved, is going to help us with the beer. Um, you know, uh, it won't be to the level that we usually like with the big beer tents, and we don't, we're not going to have that this year. We're just going to, we're just going to be very humble uh, folks and have some kegs uh, on ice and, uh, and some taps and uh, and uh, some hopefully some shabu cups and, uh, and sell some beer. You know. What about the t-shirts you have in many of these occasions? Those yeah, we'll sell some t-shirts yeah. and uh, some CDs, and then we already have uh, two two food, and all we're going to do is have two food. Uh, dispensary people, and that's the the folks in Columbia there, the brand of family that has the uh, the fabulous restaurant on Route Six there. Uh, the the Moose people, the, the oh the main Moose, the main yeah. Moose. Excuse me, and if, 
Um, you know what it is, is my diet won't let me eat at the Maine Moose. So that's why I, sometimes I forget the name. But uh, it's a beautiful place and a beautiful business and great food. So they're going to have their truck. They've, they've already said yes. And, uh, of course, again, that's why he's cute. But uh, Tony's is going to come and sell pizza. So we're going to have uh, Tony's Pizza. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and so we'll have food. And uh, we're going to sell wine and beer. And, uh, and, that, and that's it, you know. So, uh, you know, uh, and we're going to just try to raise as much money as we can for the uh, – uh, you know, for the for the soup kitchen. But what what I'm going to do this this year is, you know, I'll pay the band and uh, I'll pay for the sound and uh, the lighting. I already donated on top of the stage, which is up in the up in the roof. There it won't be as formidable as in past years, but uh, that's okay. I, you know, I look I look sometimes better in the dark. No, no, it's not going to be dark. It'll be we'll be able to create. No, nice you moods. come dressed to the knives, my friend. You yeah. are. You 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 do put on a visual a visual show as well as the audio as well. Will there be a VIP tent? No, I'm not doing one. So it's really just just you know an evening with you bring your blankets, you know uh, chairs, lawn chairs, and uh, just it's going to be a, you know, and I would figure we'll do at least two and a half hours, you know, uh, a two and a half hour set. So I mean that's a that's a nice evening, you know. You come and you you get there, you know, maybe at seven, get a good place to, you know, have a couple of beers and get a bite to eat and, you know, get your pillow and your uh, whatever, your, your your lawn chairs or whatever, and uh, you get yourself where you want to be, and uh, and there you go. I mean, and we'll just, you know, by 8 o'clock, it'll be sunset. Uh, by that time, it'll probably be still light, right? Yeah, I would think. I have that information right here at my fingertips, David. Uh, on the 27th of May, which will be the day of the 2023 Shabu All-Stars reunion slash concert, sunset is 8.13. So it'll be light until like 9. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it'll be really nice. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I mean, uh, again, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm not playing too many dates. You know, I, I have another date in early May. To raise money for uh, musicians that uh, have health care issues. That's the other date I'm doing. And then, uh, but the the nice uh, announcement that I have to make also is when I was in St. Croix for the, I finally got to go back to St. Croix because my health was good enough and the doctors green lighted me. Well, when I was there after the third week, my phone rang down. And I, you know, I answered the phone and I go, hello. And they, and they went lefty. And I went, yeah. And he goes, it's Ackroyd. I as, said, as in Dan? Yeah. I said, Danny, where are you? He goes, I'm on island. I bought a home here. He goes, I finally, I've always loved it here when I filmed trading places here. and I, with, Eddie, know, with Eddie Murphy. With Eddie yeah. Murphy. And I, you know, I, he goes, I, I fell in love with this place. I've always loved it. And finally, I just, you know, I, I bought a place out west, and I'm in Frederickstead. I know you're a Christianstead man, but... So both of you were on St. Croix. Yeah. Okay. So he said, since I got here, when I tried to bring up music, the only name that came up was your name. He goes, you were famous here, and you played here 50 years ago, or 40-something years ago, and you haven't been back for 40 years, and they're still talking about you. He goes, we used to bring Matt Murphy in, who's, who was my guitar player in the Blues Brothers, and B.B. King's organ player at the same time, and all these great musicians, and come play for like 
two months in St. Croix that, you know, nobody ever forgot you. So, so like, you're still big here. So he goes, anyway, I'd like to have lunch with you. Is Would it be okay? Because every time we see each other, when you played my birthday party, you know, it was kind of a hectic day. I was busy, you know, I just got done playing the Wolf Den with the president. And, you know, I mean, and, you know, Bill Murray was there and all my friends were there and my wife was there and it was a surprise party. So I was a little disheveled when I walked into the cabaret and saw this band that you put on stage, which was unbelievable. You know, and he goes, uh, he goes, the more, I th the more I think about it and the more you tell me about all these legends, because for two and a half hours, all he did was pick my brain at lunch. Did Butterfield play the Shabu? You know, all the harp players. Yeah, Butterfield was there. He was there, you know. Yeah, and I said, Little Walter and Big Walter was, you're kidding, you know. So I'd have to take him through all the different stories of all the different great blues bands, T-Bone and, you know, Muddy and... and Tell and, about Montgomery? Oh, sure, Montgomery. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, just Bobby Bland, he went crazy, B.B. King's, Albert King. He's going, get yeah, all the Kings, Freddie King. Oh, my God, you know. <laughs> So, I mean, it was just like, he was just going crazy, yeah? So at the end of the luncheon, he said to me, he said, David, he goes, you know, I'm going to put on a big blues festival here next winter. And I want you to headline it because you've got half my band and I've got half your band. And uh, I want you to back up all these formidable young blues stars of today. And then you'll come in, and you and I will come in and close the show. You know, you can sing and I'll play the harmonica. And I said, are you serious, Dan? I said, Dan, that's, you know how big my band is to move it down? He goes, he goes, David, I'm doing it. He goes, you don't have to worry about it. I'll fly the whole band in here. I'll get them three beautiful homes, you know, three or four, whatever it takes. And they can stay for a week and they can bring their wives. I'll fly their wives in. We're going to pay you money too. And he goes, and then I'm going to get all the production out of Puerto Rico. So all you have to do is bring your bathing suits. <laughs> What's the venue like? It's it's a b baseball park in in Frederickstead, right on right on the right at the edge of the uh, ocean where all of the the uh, big cruise ships come in. So and it's it's beautiful, and it's like you know you can walk right over to the cruise ships. So you know, uh, and I remember the St. Croix Blues Festival many years ago when. I was there with Taj Mahal, headlined, and and Mike Finnegan was playing with Taj, and he was there, and you know I was I was at that one. So, but they they haven't had one for years because nobody could nobody could produce it. It's, it was you know it was very costly, you know. But now that Aykroyd lives there, you know he wants to really be good to his island because so he's going to do it, and he wants us to do it. So I mean. I actually felt like I got some business accomplished on my vacation. Wow. And so so you, you have this lunch with Dan Aykroyd, and all this is talked about. Who picked up the check? He did. He wouldn't let me pay. <laughs> but, but of course. I tried to pay. He goes, you're not paying. I'm paying. You know. That's great. And he happened to be with a man who lived on St. Croix that he worked with for 30 years, and he was the set designer uh, on Saturday Night Live for 30 years, he built every set. He worked for Lauren. And he was telling me stories, you know, I mean, about building sets. And he'd have to go to the, over to the Letterman show and Letterman was on an NBC and once in a while build Paul Schaefer, a, you know, a set for, you know. 
And it was just, here I am. We're, we're, we're sitting there, and I'm sitting there with all this royalty. I was going, saying, I can't believe you guys are hanging out with me. What do you mean? You're famous. You're famous. So I was like, oh, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't look at myself that way. I'm just like this guy from a little town in Connecticut, you know. Well, let me guess. Your, your band members, when they heard about this whole thing, they, they said no. They don't know yet. Oh, they, oh really? They don't know. And I'm I figured they how, how, how do you tell them? You conference call? You call one at a time? I you... call them one at a time usually. But in this particular case, because this one's so special and it's going to be so nice for everybody, I want to tell them in person all at the same time. So at the May 7th gig for the, 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 the fundraiser for the musicians that are ill, before we go on, I'm going to tell them. So that's, I can't wait to. So what happens if one of the guys or more than one of the guys has a conflict on the day you want to play this big gig with Dan Aykroyd and the guys down in St. Croix? I'm sure they'll cancel the road. You think they might change it around? And if not, you know, my bench is deep, as you know, you all know. I mean, that's the one, you know, there's, there's few things that we like about getting on in our age except uh, the fact that, you know, we have deep benches. You know, if we need to call on somebody, you know, we've done what we've done for so many years, like you. Not that you can replace yourself, but um, you just know who to call in, in lots of situations because you're just you're a man of experience. That's a great story about St. Croix and Dan Aykroyd. Getting yeah. back to the Memorial Day Saturday Shabu All-Stars concert, can you give us a feeling for the lineup? I know we've pretty much the same people we've seen all along, but just drop a few names on us. Who's going to be on that stage? Well, it'll be the Uptown Horns, uh, all, you know, the, the Jay Giles and Rolling Stone horn section, which is, you know, I mean, it's monumental. I mean, uh, they just did, a, they just did a, a, a big special on David Johansson, by the way. Uh, and uh, it was produced by that great... Uh, Filmmaker, what was uh, I can't believe I'm having a cognitive recall thing, but anyway, it was on NBC this weekend and uh, it covered the New York Dolls and it covered David Johansson and it covered uh, Buster Poindexter. And you know, he used to come to Willamette regularly, you know, and he loved he loved Shabu, you know what I mean? So it was just like you know, you just sit there and you go, wow, you know, you know, the Uptown Horns were his horn section when you bought when you bought. If you bought Buster Poindexter, they they'd sell them to you for five grand, you know, for the five piece band. And if you wanted the horns, it was ten. I'll never forget it because I could never afford the horns. That was before I knew the Uptown Horns. So I'd always just book the. But that's why I, I mentioned that. But uh, anyway, I mean, how many times did he play Shabu? And it was funny because he, he always used to come up to me and he goes, "Lefty," he had that growly voice, you know, "Lefty, I know you're in the mafia." Because of my name, Lefty. So it's so funny. We'd all start laughing, you know. And I'd bring up some orange juice. I had this little smile on my face, like, because they'd crack up because they knew I was like the softest, mellowest kid in the whole world. But he'd say, I know you're in the mafia. It's <laughs> so cute. So, uh, David Foster, our guest this morning, yeah. announcing a May 27th Memorial Day Saturday Shabu All Stars. Is it a reunion? You guys really? It's a real, well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's just it's the Shibu reunion at the Shibu well, stage, so yeah, we're going to call it a reunion because it is, and it's like you know I don't play in town except that one. So I mean, it's like uh, once a year. You know, I don't like to make a pest of myself.
you're never around here, that's for sure. Not a pest around here. Now, that being said, the it, it, we're getting farther and further away from the days of the actual old silk building there, the Shabu Inn, Pollocks, whatever you want to call it. But as the audience from that age, do you find that you are getting a younger generation who hears your music, maybe haven't heard that style of music before with the horns and all that, and now they become fans. You're getting a new generation of fans who appreciate what you bring to the stage. We are, with big thanks to their parents. Because <laughs> their parents said to me, you got to listen to this music when they, were, when they were young. And they, you know, I mean, but, I mean, when you think about it, how could they not listen to it? I mean, were we lucky? In that time period, like, you know, uh, through the 70s was like, the greatest songwriting that we've ever seen. It was unbelievable, you know. So uh, it was, you know, we were we were blessed to be born when we were born, come up at the right time, and now uh, the, the new generation of, of kids that are starting to wake up to this form of music, uh, we owe that to their parents because their parents turned them on to it, just like my parents turned me on to Basie. And turned me on to Ella Fitzgerald and turned me on to Harry James and Woody Herman and Buddy. And, you know, uh, our parents turned turned us on to all that great music, you know. That's similar to me. You know, when I was a kid growing up, my mom played the Broadway stuff all the time. You yeah. know, whether it was Camelot or My Fair Lady or that Lerner and Lowe stuff or Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. Yeah. And I'm big into theater, yeah. not just Broadway, but elsewhere. In fact, I've been getting a little bit verklempt over this whole Phantom of the Opera thing. I'm assuming that means just New York. I think they're still going to tour with it, but still, that was the last time that right. the chandelier is coming down. So right, I had the right. same deal where I was exposed to stuff that maybe another kid wouldn't have been to because mom played that stuff all the time and I got I got to like it. Yeah, know? yeah, sure. Sound of music. How was, could you not yeah. when you really stop and think about it? Like Carol Burnett. You know, there's another yeah. one that got, got the special. This guy's going to have her 90th birthday. And uh, young people love her. You know what I mean? Now, so, we know your set list because I've seen you so many times, and we love the stuff. And if you didn't play some of that stuff, we'd be upset. But do you once in a while throw something new in? How do you rehearse, yeah. how do you rehearse something new when you don't see the guys all that much, when you don't play together that much? And what, if it's something new, what would that be? What can we expect on the stage that we haven't heard before? I don't know yet. Because I, I don't write a song list. You got a month and a half to figure it out. Well, no, I, I mean I just don't write a song list. I never. I, I, what I do is I look out there and I see, and I try to feel what they want to hear. I've always been that way. I've always like going. So the, you take the stage on the twenty seventh, and you start doing your first couple of tunes, and the third or fourth tune or the twentieth or twenty second tune may not have been in the game plan. You, you Well no, there's never been a set list. That's that's my point. There's no yeah. set list at all. Yeah. I mean the only thing that they know is the first song when I when I walk on because they have to start it without me. <laughs> you know, so I just call the key and count it off and then uh, you know, from backstage <laughs> and, and they hear it and and they that's the time signature. And that's it. You know, I, I I remember many musicians that would come to sit in that would cover somebody, and they'd say to me, you know, uh, are we going to do a rehearsal? No. Uh, are we going to do a sound check, though? No. Well, Who? how am I going to know what I'm playing, the guy would say. How, I mean, is there a song list? I would go, no, we don't write a song list. He goes, well, how am I going to know what we're playing? 
Well, I said, well, this is what we do. We, we tell you the key. And we count it off. And if, if you don't know if you don't know what to play, you shouldn't be here. I love that. I love that. You know. Which of the musicians that'll be beer that you think are gonna be here on the twenty seventh of May, have you played with or known the longest? I would say uh I would say Mitch. Mitch Chakura. Yeah, and uh, uh now that we've lost so many, Cliff Wolfie, uh, yeah, Cliff Wolfie and, uh, and and Mitch, yeah. How's Jack doing these days? He's doing great. I mean, I I guess, you know, I I don't know if he's playing, but you know, I miss him terribly. I haven't seen him, but he's one of my favorite Yankee fans. Now, that's a short list, by the way. But we've had him as a guest here in the morning. We're talking Jack Scarangello, the great great drummer who played with the Lefty and the band for so many years, but. Yeah. He, he he's one of these guys. You talk about selfies. Oh, he's got selfies of every famous person he's ever met. That includes musicians and the like. But a lot of Yankees in there. And I just I like the way he doesn't like rub it in your face. But he tells great stories with it. And I I really enjoyed hearing his stories back in the day. The basement at his his mother's house. Was <laughs> it's like a hall of fame, right? <laughs> I mean, pictures of him and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Pictures of him and Pele. You know, pictures of him and Mickey Mantle, him and pictures of Scooter. I mean, everywhere you look, it was just like, you know, you couldn't believe it. You just, it was like Sinatra, you know, and everybody. I remember one time that you guys played a night gig here, it's probably 10 or 12 years ago, and I'd been to an afternoon Red Sox game, and you wanted me to be on stage and all that. So I had my Red Sox uniform on. And he's got his Yankee uniform on. I remember that. Yankee yeah. jersey when he's playing the drums for your bit there. So we had a little fun he with that. He did that for years, yeah. Yeah, it was great. As a matter of fact, he made that, uh, he made that famous. The, 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 uh, he used to wear the football pants at the gig when he was like when young and, and when they weighed 180 pounds and he was like, you know. But he wore the football pants with the Yankee shirt. And uh, who, who went crazy about that? Who stole that? Somebody's. I think it was was it Springsteen? I think Springsteen. Somebody stole it, and uh, uh, or somebody. Oh no, Mick Jagger took it. Mick Jagger saw him, and just he said, "That's when Mick Jagger started wearing the football pants." And he he, he credited Jack. He said, "You know, I got that from that drummer from uh, you know, Buddy's Buddy's kid, you know." Our pal, the yeah. scrapper. Yeah, I mean he's everywhere. I got pictures of him playing with the Who. Tell us about the the Wayno uh, theme song. Oh, yeah. Did you like that? Loved it. Played it from time to time. I played it last week. That's and... right. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. yeah. I. Well, you know, I wanted to do something for you because for all these years, you didn't have your song. And it was like, hey, this is... Dude, had the great Vinyl Frontier thing you guys did. That's what I mean. I did that yeah. for John, and, my, and, and I was glad to do it. But I'm just saying, and then I sponsored the show because, you know, so I wanted to do the whole thing in, in a nice way. But then I went, you know, I got to do something for Wayne. You know, this is like, I mean, he's Mr. Willimantic, for God's sakes. You know, and I so I called Colin. I said, Colin, would, would it be all right if I do? He goes, sure, if you want to do one. You know? And you basically wrote the lyrics on your own because you know about me and you know what I do. It wasn't as if I said, yeah, well, write about this, write about this, sing about this. I well, yeah, we, we, I we, we created bullet points and then I sent them to Billy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell who Billy Colin is. Colin helped me too. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Tell who Billy is. Billy Holloman, who's. Yeah. Who's going to be at the Shibu reunion, by the way? Who did all the arrangements? On, on stage? Yes, he'll be with us. And he did all the arrangements 
for the new Bruce Springsteen album. So if you if you know you buy the new Springsteen album, you'll see Billy Holloman did all the horn arrangements for the whole horn section. Well, we'll play the great jingle in a moment here, but before you leave, I just want you to once again get to the nuts and bolts. We've already said them, but I want you to recap again what the news is for today about the concert coming up on Saturday of Memorial Day weekend at the Shabu stage. Yes, yeah, Saturday, May 27th at the Shabu stage. Uh, doors will be about 6.30 uh, uh, or 7 o'clock, and the, the, the show will start at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's the Shabu All-Stars with the Uptown Horns, that's the Rolling Stones and Jay Giles horn section, and Christine Ullman with my usual crew of, you know, Mitch Chakur and uh, Matt Ziner on Hammond, Oregon, Wild Weeds, uh, Ray, Ray Ziner's son. Cliff? Uh, Cliff Goodwin, uh, um, Wolfie, and Marty on for the, for the rest of the rhythm section. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, believe me, that, that, and so it'll be like six horns, uh, you know, in that, in that rhythm section. And, and boy, uh, it, it can get done, you know, because Matt's a lead singer. He'll do a, few, a couple of numbers. Uh, Mitch sings like, uh, he's, he's my favorite singer in the whole world. He was my teacher, for God's sake. He taught me how to open up my voice and breathe. And so he'll do, a, I'm going to feature him on two or three. And then Christine is always wonderful. And then I'm going to do the rest. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm looking at 90 minutes of me, you know, uh, which I feel good about because, and I'm healthy enough now. Yes. You know, I think I can stand up for a, a good part of the, the show, the way I'm feeling. I walked, uh, I walked almost three miles the uh, Sunday. So where do you do that? At my house in my driveway. I go back and forth, back and forth. I have a five hundred foot driveway. Though. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Well, it is because it's, it's try, beautiful try, out there. It's, try the airline trail, pal. Oh, like I, I want to do that at some point. <laughs> my problem is though is the diuretic. So you know I have to I have to be close to a bathroom, and I don't want to like you know scare anybody out there you know in the middle of the the walking path where, mm. who's this guy? Is he homeless? What is he doing? You know, you know, well, you know what I mean. So, I mean, wait a bit. full disclosure here, I'm on those trails all the time, and one of the nice things about them is that many times you pretty much are on your own out there. There's, there's not a place much to duck out, out and, yeah, and be private, yeah. Well, there's trees. That's it. <laughs> hey, trees and I get along great, I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's sort of like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I go, hey, today's the longest week of my life, you know, but. <laughs> well, I got a tip for you. Uh, go on the airline trail. Always take a pre-walk leak. Okay. Solves well, the problem. Oh, no, it's not for me. <laughs> no, when you're on a diuretic. <laughs> Who knew this topic would come up? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the tickets are not on sale yet, but they will be, and we'll let you know when they're going to be. Well, we're announcing it today, and they're, 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 they're going to get printed. In the, yeah, I would I would say, uh, but this is basically save the date. Tickets will go on sale in pro, no, no, no more than a week. And, uh, mm. you know, the, hopefully the food co-op will, will help us like they always have in uh, – for some reason, if they decide not to, we'll we'll publicize where we're going to sell them. You know what I mean? And then we're going to make some uh, we'll make some posters up and uh, you know get them into some restaurants and stuff like that. A lot of social media, and then basically it's going to be uh, a WILI, you know, a little bit of the Chronicle, and uh, we're going to keep it local and home homegrown. It's going to be, you know, it's it's for our community. It's it's like you know. It'll be nice. It won't, you know, it won't be three thousand people, but you know, 
uh, if we if we could get lucky and get six, seven, eight hundred people, uh, maybe a thousand people, we'd be happy. Maybe we'd get two thousand people. We don't know. We, 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 you never know. It's just. Uh, and you're so dependent on weather too. Yeah, and, but the nice know, thing is we got a rain date. Yeah. The next day. The next yeah. day, we yeah. we know that was the one thing that I really liked because when you get into the nationals, then you can't. You got to buy two days wherever. Whereas, you know, I, I asked the guys, I said, can, my guys, can we just give a rain date? They go, sure, do whatever you want, you know. So. May 27th, 8 p.m. And at- you know what, Wayne, will you will you be the MC that night? I will try. Okay. I will try. Because, I mean, do- that that could probably sell four or 500 tickets, you know, just so that they could be close to the Yukon royalty. You know what I mean? Voice of the national champions. Yeah. <laughs> of course. What do you think, huh? And been, we, been, we done it so many times before. I'd be happy to be a part of this one as well. Thank you for the invitation. Well, uh, my my brother Mark sends his love, and he wants he, he said he wants to know if you're playing uh, softball this summer. No, that that ship sailed about 15 years ago, pal. Oh, yeah. okay. Is he down there from the world down under, the land down under? No, he's well, he's in Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he's trying to get a uh, he's trying to get a gun. I think. No, no, no. I was just kidding. <laughs> Well, you know, now they have that carry thing where everybody can carry. So he's, he's he's freaked out. He's going, what should I do? I said, stay home. Don't go anywhere. Well, that's a nice way to wrap things up today. <laughs> All right. Great to hear about the Shabu All-Stars concert coming to the Shabu stage on Memorial Day weekend, Saturday, May the 27th. David Cupid Foster. Always good to see you, my friend. It's great to be with you, Wayne. And congratulations on your fifth ring. Now sing, sing me a song. Wayne Norman, W-I-L-I. Morning. Wayne Norman, Willamantic's favorite guy. Over 50 years. Got his window on Main Street, talking to you and I. You got basketball and football, too. He's a weather guru. For the boombox parade And he loves us the Red Sox too Wayne Norman W-I-L-I Willie's first Cupid Wayne Norman A Hall of Famer in everyone's eyes A Connecticut treasure on W-I-L-I